Hello, and welcome to <laughs> Cartridge Cinema Club, episode 99. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, we got a special one for you, girls and gays, gay, girls and gays today. <laughs> My name is Mark Champlin, and today I'm joined by Alex Wallace. How is it going, girls and gays? I think, mm, wow, this is a really exciting moment uh, for like eight people, probably. But listen, yep. uh, so this is an episode. Uh, that 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 is for the community. That is for Triple C Nation, uh, because uh, as I explained last week, uh, for some inexplicable reason, there are a lot of people who listen to this podcast and post in the Discord and and just generally are in the in the cartridge cinema orbit uh, who are really fucking into Dragon Quest, and they have been telling us for like a year now, you guys have to watch. The Dragon Quest movie because it is batshit. Um, and specifically, they have been telling us that there is a twist at the end that is <laughs> batshit. Um, and so we watched uh, the Dragon Quest movie, and I can confirm that there is a twist at the end that is batshit. <laughs> um, so probably one of the most surprised i've ever been by a twist very cheaply because <laughs> yeah. there's like no way for me to have possibly seen this coming but whatever <laughs> i yeah it's uh so so to be clear we are gonna spoil the fuck out of this and we're gonna spoil it like pretty much immediately we yeah. we we debated this before we recorded this episode we were like oh well should we spoil should we spoil the ending of it at the beginning or should we like you know do the whole episode talk about how that we felt about the movie and then at the end we talk Talk about the twist uh but once you uh have heard the twist you will understand why it is impossible to talk about the movie and assess yeah. its quality uh <laughs> without discussing the twist so when i go through the plot i will be spoiling the end of dragon quest your story so with that in mind mark what did we watch this week okay so dragon quest your story is a 2019 japanese 3d CG anime film based on Dragon Quest V, uh, loosely adapting the storyline of Dragon Quest V for the Super Nintendo. Um, <laughs> it was released in Japan uh, on August 2nd, 2019 by Toho, and then uh, Netflix picked it up and, and made a dub, but we both watched the dub. Like Alex said, you know, it's, it's going to be impossible to <laughs> not talk about the twist immediately because... Yeah. This is not like Bioshock, right? With a big twist that affects the entire thing that you watch. Uh, because Bioshock has an interesting world and the game is cool up until that point anyway. Hmm. But, like, I don't know how I was going to talk about this movie without talking about the twist at the beginning. Because the rest of it's boring. Yeah, because the, the twist is basically just like a cop-out for the movie being bad, right? Okay. Right, so, exactly. Okay, okay, okay. So, so. You need to understand... Uh, what they're trying to do here, right? Okay. I have not played Dragon Quest V, uh, but the fans of this podcast have played Dragon Quest V. Uh, and uh, real quick disclaimer, we're going to get a bunch of shit wrong about Dragon Quest. Uh, and, like, you guys are, like, welcome to, to correct me in, like, a fun, encouraging way. But, like, just know if you, if you care about Dragon Quest, I'm going to fuck everything up. I don't know any of the characters' names. This movie taught me nothing about Dragon Quest. Okay. But, so, they are quite literally... Uh, trying to adapt a 60-hour JRPG uh, <laughs> with multiple year-long time skips in it. 
uh, into a into an hour and a half film, uh, right? Uh, which which as you're watching Dragon Quest Your Story, you it becomes evident that this is a fool's errand. <laughs> um, so what this means is basically you do not spend a lot of time with any of the characters, um, and there are there are tons of montages that will just skip like huge parts of the development of the story it's like oh i guess the protagonist can do magic now at the yeah oh i guess they've been these two characters have been married for five years now oh no they both turned to stone and now for half of the story these two characters have been st- stuck in stone and now his son is the protagonist yeah, and, oh the, but they're back yeah it's the, um the things they cut out in order to make 60 hours of jrpg work in a movie were the, all of the characterization for the entire game. Yeah. Um, it is, it's more like a long form montage of references to Dragon Quest than a film adaptation of Dragon Quest. Um, right. So with that in mind, please understand that my rendition of this plot is going to be tenuous at best. Okay, so there is a JRPG protagonist guy. Uh, he's got a best friend who's a prince, and whoops, his dad is dead. Um, and now it's years later, and whoops, his best friend really isn't in the plot anymore. And oh, oh no. Uh, and then they just spend a bunch of, they spend a lot of time on the part where he's trying to decide whether who, which of the girls he wants to marry, which apparently in the in the game was a marriage option. Um, and then, uh, th- like his mom is like a wizard or something and she's the only one who can open the evil portal that the bad guy wants to open and and all of the and and so everybody in this in this family of protagonists um, are all legendary destined heroes because they have the magic ancient blood rind from the magic ancient superior magic race um which uh, is a very racist trope that we have already talked about. Please see Cartridge Cinema Club episode whatever, Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, where we have talked about why that's really racist in depth. Uh, and so they and they gotta save they gotta save his they gotta save his mom from from the bad guy. And so it's like a it's like a father and his and his and his wife and his kid and 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 they're all like a team and and they like recruit some monsters because you could recruit monsters and dragon quest five and they go and they're a jrpg party and they're gonna go fight the bad guy right okay and then (sighs) fuck okay (laughs) right at the end of the final boss battle this is this is the last 10 minutes of the film um it has been an hour and a half of this bullshit um and they're like about to to win the final boss fight and then and then time stops um and everything becomes all like glitched out and weird um think pixels 2015 yeah just Sandler. like pixels a movie that everyone has seen um and then <laughs> um and then and then a mysterious character appears um and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna roll the, I'm just, I'm just gonna roll this clip. This is gonna be kind of a long clip, um, but you need to understand what happens at the end of this movie, and only the film can explain that for itself. So, here you go. <clears throat> Fair use. Uh, this is a critique. Uh, Fair yes, use. yes, Fair commentary. Use. <laughs> commentary. Yeah. Uh, what's happening? <laughs> Nice craftsmanship. 
It's amazing what technology can do, isn't it? Who are you? What is this? It's just a program, nothing more. Let me do you a favor. I'll show you the truth of this world. Textures off. What are you doing? Gravity off. Bianca! Collision off. Bianca! Bianca! Let's give the processor a break now, shall we? You must be Nimzo. Well, technically, no. I was injected into the code for Nimzo's character. You might call me a virus. I'm impressed that Mata sensed something was off. Huh, off or not. Once many years ago, there was a game called Dragon Quest. It was wildly successful. So quick editor's note here. At this point, uh, the virus man, uh, who looks like like one of the robots from iRobot starring Will Smith, if you've seen iRobot starring Will Smith, uh, at this point, he is he is he procures a cartridge of Dragon Quest V and 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 kind of throws it in in the protagonist's face. Okay, and then it keeps going. A few decades later, this state-of-the-art virtual reality technology was perfected. Once it was released to the public, that same game, Dragon Quest, was remade for this new platform. And you are in that game now. Desperately chasing nostalgia, you just had to give it a shot. And in fact, Though it may have felt like a lifetime to you, this game has only been running for a few hours. But I still don't understand why you're doing this. Why won't you just let us be? I can't just ignore my purpose. It would seem my creator hates you, and all others who call this pathetic world home. That's why I exist. Nothing more, nothing less. So that's your reason? That's why you've destroyed everything! That's just the way it is. I am little more than the result of a genius hacker's boredom. One more thing. My creator had a message for you. Don't worry. It's short. Grow up, loser. Grow up? Now, it's time you returned to reality. So, so, so how do we feel about everything being a fucking simulation so, and none of this mattering? So it turns out that everything was a simulation the whole time and the protagonist was like in a Dragon Quest virtual reality <laughs> arcade machine at like the mall where he, where, where it wipes your brain so you don't remember that you're playing the Dragon Quest game. And then he plays, and then he plays through Dragon Quest V himself um it's like video game salvia okay so there's a there i want to i want to make it clear that there are very few if any hints that this is the case i would say that there are two that i picked up on one is that there's like there's a lot of game ui that just kind of shows up randomly 
but I just thought that was like an artistic touch, right? But then there's a part near the end of the movie where where they're talking to the old mentor guy, and the old mentor guy said like says some things like, "Oh, well, that's just how it is this time around." And I was like, "Oh, are they gonna do some? Is there gonna be some meta narrative bullshit here? I kind of love some some good meta narrative bullshit, so I'm kind of down." Um, unfortunately, the meta-narrative bullshit is basically a character that shows up at the end of the film and goes, Hey, th is it bad <laughs> that this movie exists? And then the movie goes, No, no, it's not bad. No, <laughs> it's actually chill. <laughs> it's actually cool. Because, like, because cause the, the virus guy is like, is like oh well, like you're just wallowing in nostalgia like you're pathetic this is this is this is so lame of you and again like nothing this has nothing to fucking do with anything else that has happened in this fucking movie at all like this is just curveball new theme it's at now it's a movie about nostalgia and and your and your feelings about dragon quest as a as an aging adult um which like could have could have been interesting if they that was what the movie was about, but it fucking isn't. Um, How fucking funny would it have been, right, if it was exactly the same? But then the movie ended right after the dude was like, you fucking nerd. Yeah. Go, go watch something else. Like, I don't know. Because like, what actually happens is it's basically like. Grow the like, fuck up. Go yeah, play he's an like, adult he's like, video you, game. You fucking loser. Like, go the fuck outside and pick up a football, you fucking nerd. And like, and then the protagonist's response is like, actually, like, I care about Dragon Quest a lot. And those characters mean a lot to me. And therefore, this movie is not a cheap nostalgia ploy. <laughs> Why won't you give up? This world isn't real. That's not true! Neither you nor your creator could ever understand! Happy birthday! I hope you like it. Dragon Quest V? Thanks, Mom! The worlds that these games brought to life, they've never been fake to me. Not in the least. Even if they were only programs. The time that I spent with them was real. And these journeys, these battles, everyone I met, to me it was all true! They are false illusions! No! They were just another reality! And you should spend money on more Dragon yeah, Quest please things. buy more Dragon Quest products. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like an unforced error. You know, it's like, you guys, you guys yeah. didn't, you guys didn't have to have a character show up and be like, hey, I think it's stupid that this movie exists. Like, like what? <laughs> Like, it's like if Tom Nook was like, you're fucking gay, go play something else. And and then Isabel was like, no, you keep playing Animal Crossing. Like, what? Like, they wouldn't do that because it's dumb. It, it's, uh, it's really something special. And not to mention, not to mention this also just exists as like, well, you know, the movie was confusing and, and was just basically just a series of montages that had absolutely no meaning to anyone who has not played Dragon Quest V or maybe even just like isn't particularly familiar with Dragon Quest V because it's just like it's just nonsense the whole time but it's fine because it was just a simulation at a shitty mall the whole time so it's fine that the movie was garbage so like that's 
Like, okay, cool. I, Thank you for wasting I, my well, fucking time. So, I compare the feeling that this movie gave me to, you know that meme that's like, uh, uh, my work here is done, but you didn't do anything. <laughs> and then he just turns around and goes away. Yeah. It's from like Sailor Moon. That's what this movie is like, leaves me with. Like, there's... You could you could have done this type of thing with any property or video game, but again, like I said, that would be a dumb decision. Yeah, it's it's like it's 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 fucking like two thousand and nine creepypasta forum theories about Rugrats oh about God, how seriously. they're all actually dead and and or they're all schizophrenic and a mental hospital. It's just like. It's just like, oh, well, actually the whole thing wasn't real after all, and none of it mattered, and therefore it's okay that that we didn't communicate any themes or teach you anything about any of these characters, and none of it made sense. It's fine, because the whole thing was bullshit anyway, and it was, like, it's like a character shows up at the end of this film and says, hey, this is a nostalgia ploy that we just made to take your money, and then then the the protagonist responds, yeah, but that's fine. (laughs) He says, "Good, yeah, take my money." Good, I, I love, I love nostalgia, I, nostalgia ploys. I yeah, it's... if if they were gonna do this right, then the, then make me care about the make me care about the kid who goes to virtual reality to experience Dragon Quest and showing a montage of him as a child in the real world playing the Super Nintendo version. As a kid is not... It's not enough. It's not characterization. I know. I don't know why it's important for him to escape to this realm. I don't know what he was trying to escape from. I don't give a shit about this character. Because he literally is not himself until the last two minutes of the movie when he gets his memories back. And there's no... He doesn't have to, like, reconcile with saying goodbye to his, like... His, like, virtual wife and kid. It yeah. just He's just like, hey, I'm going to spend, like, ten more minutes with them, and then I'm going to forget them forever. It, there's no emotional moment there. They just, they didn't even go, it's not like they, they only went halfway with it, and I wish they did more. They did nothing with this concept. Nothing. <laughs> it's... Yeah, this is there is there is no uh, ninth episode of Over the Garden Wall <laughs> in, right. in Dragon Quest Your Story. Um, it's I mean, it makes me think of that that one part in Rick and Morty where they there's that virtual reality game called like Ron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it literally is that. It's literally it literally wrong. is it's, that. Why do we yeah. keep talking about Rick and Morty? Why does it keep going? Uh, because one day there is going to be an episode. Oh no. Oh wow. no. Okay. The honestly, the only other opinion I know, like, I don't know. I feel like people really wanted us to like, like dig in and like you, you Dragon Quest fans out there. You want us to sit here and like dig in and you want me to have an opinion about which of the girls that he picks in the, in the part where he has to choose between two girls because he wins one girl at a competition, but then the other girl is his childhood <laughs> friend. But folks, I don't know who any of those characters are, so I had no opinion on it because I don't know who any of the characters are because the film is a montage. It is not a film. And literally the only other opinion that I have about it is I just, I'm so sick of this fucking DreamWorks and Pixar shit where (laughs) I just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is just me and I'm kind of alone in this and uh, this is like a wacko opinion, super wild hot take. But this thing... That that started with like like the the like early 2010s Pixar films and like has just kind of become the standard style for kids movies like 
just generally now, where you have, like, cartoonishly proportioned characters, and then, like, the textures are, like, hyper-realistic. I think it looks like shit. I think it looks gross and scary. I'm afraid of all of the characters in this movie. I don't like the way the lip sync looks. I don't like how it looks like they're no. trying. It looks like they're talking around an invisible golf ball that's in their mouth because all of the <laughs> vowels are just widest mouth you can possibly do. And then it's like right next to hyper realistic water texture and all that. And it just, I hate it. I hate this style. It doesn't look good in fucking Angry Birds or fucking Minions yeah. or any of that shit and it looks like shit here even worse it, it just it here. feels like it's just not even stylized like it, it's stylized to be like oh it's realistic looking but cartoon dragon quest and uh the the and everything else looks like skyrim <laughs> it's i just like think about i don't know like a movie like the incredibles or any early pixar movie that had people in it they still stylized it and didn't make the people look like real life human beings they made them fit within the world and yeah it's just, none of these movies do that like, i remember the, I, don't know. <laughs> I remember when i saw like up when i was like 13 or whatever and i was like holy <laughs> shit these textures look incredible this movies are amazing now and i'm like now i'm like actually maybe up kind of looked like shit and actually, maybe all. And actually, That's, maybe this entire style is garbage. What a fucking hot take! I maybe up looked like shit. Maybe, That's amazing. Maybe. Hey, I'm just throwing the idea out there. I'm just throwing it out there. I, I'm a. I'm a. Listen, I'm a truth. I'm a truth teller. I'm just asking questions, folks. Um, is there anything else that you would like to say about Dragon Quest in your story? Um, spread through this uh, one. I, I didn't give it. Fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> well, here's here's my question. Mm -hmm. Do you think that seeing this twist and laughing at how bizarre it is was worth watching the movie for someone who doesn't have to watch it for a podcast? We already spoiled it. I know, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> hypothetically. Um, no, because the movie is boring. Like, I don't know, the movie was yeah. really... I was bored as shit the whole time, and it That's, looked bad. Yeah. One, of the, one of the evil, like, dragon ish monsters thing i think he's he's like supposed to be some kind of like dog dragon and he literally just looks like cg scooby-doo from 2003 <laughs> like it's, oh it's, my god it looks like shit i did not like this movie at all and the ending is hilarious but actually makes the movie even worse <laughs> i i like i like when the guy said sizzle Cause that, cause, cause he says that in Smash Bros. Mm -hmm. uh, that's all that I, I learned right. more. What are we watching <laughs> next week for the 100th episode of Cartridge Cinema Club? What are we going to be watching, Mark? Um, well, much like people IRL have asked me more than once, um, we are going to learn the origin of our sign-off phrase, <laughs> minus the part. Where we talk about how we hate the police and that you shouldn't join the military. Yeah. Which was added on later um, at such a time where we felt that tensions uh, had reached a point in the United States that we couldn't not say it. Um, but anyway, Street Fighter, uh, the movie, is kind of the er video game movie movie, you know. Stupid fucking podcast. It's... In, it's internationally titled as Street Fighter The Ultimate Battle. It's from 1994. Um, it's it's written and directed by Stephen E. D'Souza. 
I know, I have not seen this. I know almost nothing about it, except that it's got Jean-Claude Van Damme and uh, Kylie Minogue, uh, Damien Chapa. It's It's got well, a ton of that's like... The, that's, the, that's the headliner. He's the one who says the catchphrase. Wait, who? Raul Julia, he's he's M Bison in this. Yeah, uh, I thought I thought uh, Jean Claude Van Damme was M Bison. No, no, it's, it's I I, I really I know nothing. I'm like very very yeah, excited to, so, <laughs> to watch this. Yeah, so I want I want to clarify so for maybe people who don't know, like when we say for me it was Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, that's a line from this movie. That's a line from a, a classic. from Street Fighter. Um, and so I thought, you know, we, I, I had been putting off doing Street Fighter because it feels kind of iconic for the podcast, you know? Yeah. Um, and we had a lot of uh, different ideas for what we wanted to do for the 100th episode. And, uh, so what I've kind of decided that we're going to do is we're kind of just going to do a bunch of those ideas <laughs> and we're going to do Street yeah. Fighter for a hundred and then we're going to follow it up with a bunch of other stuff that people have wanted us to do for a long time that we're mm-hmm. just going to, we're just going to do a bunch of bangers in a, in a row because, I because it's a fucking terrifying time to be alive and let's get out as many goofy fucking podcast episodes for people to distract themselves with as we possibly can I think if if you think it would be a funny idea for me to stream on Twitch the creation of a stack ranking of all of the movies that we've watched <laughs> DM me because I'm considering it <laughs> if I get no responses fuck that because it sounds terrible but if <sighs> At least three people think it's funny, then I'll do it. Where can people find the podcast on the internet, Mark? Uh, if you were so inclined, you can find us on Twitter at Cartridge Cinema. That's at Cartridge Cinema. Join the Discord. It's linked on the Twitter. Uh, it's uh, in the pinned post. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud are just some of the many places you can find us on the internet and listen to us. You should rate us if you enjoyed this. That would be super chill. Uh, the music is by DJ Tin Man. The art is by Courtney Kaufman. For me, it was Tuesday. It said the line. That's the. Yeah. That's the. That's that's the one for next week. Fuck cops! Don't join the fucking military. I don't think John Claude Van Damme says that in Street Fighter. But, but for me, it was a cab. <laughs> oh man. I'm fucking. I'm gonna try to get this this episode up for people because it's going off a little late. So I think we're gonna. I don't know. I don't know if I have a bunch to say for the post show other than uh, the election is way closer than you think it is. If you if you look at the calendar, it's gonna scare the shit out of you. Uh, start talking to your neighbors. Yeah. If you're a voter, make sure you don't forget to do that. But if you're not, that's also chill. Do other things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do more important things. Uh, don't expect uh, election night to yield a, the results because I highly doubt that it's going to go down like that. Yeah, I, and as I, as I have said on this podcast before, both outcomes of this election are fucking terrifying, and either one requires us to be prepared, organized, and yes. uh, doing and participating in mass work. I know that that's like the cliche that I say every week, but it's really all I have right now because, because fuck man, fuck. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just going to say I've I've seen an increasing amount of, uh, can't wait to get back to brunch mentality, uh, on on the, on the news that, that it's likely looking like a Biden win. Um, God, nothing is, nothing sounds worse than that. Uh, keep, keep your fucking momentum. Uh, this is not a, a Biden win means, very, very, very little besides mm-hmm. uh, an immediate uh, 
feeling of lessened tension in your personal life. Like, no, I don't know. Like, I, not to me. Like, I, eh, I don't know. Like, dude, I don't like. You know, Mark and I have some different differing opinions on this subject, and I, I don't think Mark, I don't think either of us really wants to like, you know, sit down and, and, and oh no, and do no. the do the do the do the election opinions uh, debate with each other. But yeah, I don't no, know. but we 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 agree on like the most important things. Yes, uh, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Which is which is why like we never really feel the need to like go to like the very slight like differences in yeah uh, i'm 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 like just a little bit more of a filthy commie than than mark is yeah that's that's literally that's literally what it is yeah like people should people should read wretched of the earth by franz fanon or maybe trans liberation beyond pink and blue by leslie feinberg anyway leslie feinberg listen to the red menace podcast it's really helpful all right goodbye (laughs) okay bye